Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hello, Jamie. <laughs> you got so close to the microphone when you did that. I did. You're telling me to get closer and to speak into it. I do have to tell you that all the I time. Know. I tried to be uh, more aware. No, you have been better about it. Um... But happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy near Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, my calves are really sore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have Charlie horses in the middle of the night well, now. Okay, if that's, that's anything that's what that I was going to tell you. So, <laughs> you know, I went, I went to um, my current boss, your former boss's daughter's wedding the other day. Yes. Which was really, really beautiful and really nice and fun. Um, but I, I danced a good bit at the reception, and I haven't flexed those muscles in a while. You did so. a couple funky chickens? Or? I did, I did. Yeah, you know I love that funky chicken. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that mm. night, I was laying in bed. The hokey pokey? <laughs> yes, that too. Sorry. Electric slide? Someone was doing the electric slide to a song that, wasn't that it wasn't that and I was Jamie and I like looked over and we were like are, are they are they doing the electric slide because that's not this song that's funny but anyway that night um yeah I like woke up in the middle of the night and stretched and I got a really bad Charlie horse in my right leg and I was like screaming out loud so try that every night I know I hear and you. trying not to wake your husband up in the bed so I'm literally cursing yeah under my breath, trying not to scream out loud because he's asleep. Yeah. It is really painful. <laughs> I did wake up Teddy. I didn't care. But then like later on in the night, I woke up again and stupidly <laughs> stretched again. And I, got, asleep, like, and I got a Charlie horse in the other leg. Yeah. So both of my calves yeah. are still super sore from that. And it happens like you're pretty much asleep. Yeah. You stretch your legs out and then they <laughs> seize up in pain. <laughs> but last night, like throughout the night when I would wake up, and like roll over and go to stretch. I'd be like, no, don't stretch. Don't stretch. You can't do PTSD. it. PTSD. I was so scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, um, today we're going to be talking holiday books. Holiday books. Such a good topic. Who doesn't love a good holiday book? That's the thing is I really, really love holiday books. And there aren't an- enough out there <laughs> for my liking. I haven't read as many as you. But I do, I do enjoy them. Well, I was thinking I had read a ton, and then I was going through and putting my list together, and I was like, actually, I don't have uh, this list isn't as long as I expected hmm. it to be. But I think it's because, yeah, there are a lot of holiday books out there, but there aren't a lot that I have loved. So I'm going to tell you, um, it was hard to pick one yeah. book to go with. So I'm going to tell you about one book. In, in detail, and then I'll give you, like, a list of other fun holiday books. Okay. So, the the my main pick for today <laughs> um, is Christmas Camp by Karen Shaler. Okay, I have not read it. So, I didn't realize this until I was looking it up and, like, taking notes for this episode, but it is the author wrote the Christmas Prince movies for Netflix. 
Have you seen those? Is that the most recent Christmas movies? Like the ones with, is it is it like live action? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's live action. I think the first one came out a few years ago. Was that the ones where, um, I did, haven't watched this, but is that the ones with like Kurt Russell is Santa Claus? No, no. It's like there's a prince. Oh, I thought you said prince, like prince, like uh. Like, I'm thinking, I don't know why, because you didn't say any of this. I just kind of made it this entire story in my head. I was thinking, like, reindeer prince in the snow. <laughs> like a prince, like prince a royal royalty. as in royalty. I'm sorry, I'm going to be quiet now. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know about any of these. Okay. Well, the Christmas Prince movies on Netflix are really Prince. Fabulous. Prince. Prince. Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. Say it again. Christmas Prince. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. I'm scared to talk now. I'm sorry. Christmas camp. I know I'm not saying that wrong. Um, basically, the main character is, you know, female in her late 20s, early 30s, something like that. And she's a major Scrooge, mm. Grinch, not into Christmas at all. Okay. And... She's, like, super focused on her job, and her boss is, like, (laughs) sorry, that was a very loud goal. (laughs) So, anyway, she's super focused on her, you know, uh, high-powered job, and, um, her boss is just like, we we can't take you at the holidays. You hate Christmas. You've, we've got to do something about this. So he sends her to Christmas camp, which is okay. at this like little inn somewhere up in, I don't know, <laughs> the, north, the northern <laughs> states. <laughs> and um, it's really for people who really love Christmas. Oh, it's like people who are super into Christmas, they're uh-huh. like, let's go to Christmas camp. <laughs> and you get to like go pick out and cut down your own Christmas tree and decorate it and your face right now. <laughs> I'm just picturing having to go into the woods to cut down my own tree. And it sounds Not for like you. my nightmare. Not for you, okay. but some people in this fictional world are really into it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch someone else do it. Sure. But our main character super not into it. Yeah, obviously. She's like, Christmas, Obby. <laughs> Christmas. No, thank you. Cut down my own tree. Excuse me. Trees, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, obviously this is a rom com. So while she's at the inn, she finds the love of her life. Yes. And like you know, it's he runs the inn with. His, oh like, yes. Of course. Oh my. Okay. You need to take a <laughs> small little chill pill for Sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's, re- it's just, it's really sweet. It reminds me a little bit of like Sophie Kinsella novels. If you're into those, um, it was just lots of fun. Obviously lots of Christmas, which I love lots of romance and, um, yeah. So who does he live at the end? You said so. Oh, I was going to say, yes, he runs the inn. I can't remember if it's with his, like, father or grandfather. Okay. But, yeah, so it's, like, a family thing, mm-hmm. and, you know. And there's other people at Christmas camp who actually really love Christmas. And so, obviously, like, she grows to enjoy Christmas, and she grows to love this, you know, main character yeah. male. But, yeah, this is it really fun. It sounds like a really good holiday book. Like, 
I don't reread books often, but every Christmas I kind of want to reread Christmas Camp because I enjoyed it so much. Oh, good. I need to put that on my list. But she has other Christmas books too, so I think I might try those this year instead. Very cool. Yep. Really fun. Not British though, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We'll still read it. Okay. What's yours? Mine is also not British. (laughs) Oh, bummer. Yeah. um, It's In Holidays. By Christina Lauren. Oh, I didn't even think about this one and putting it on my list. You liked it? I did. Okay. So um, the main character, her name is May or Maylin Jones. um, And she's had a pretty rough start to her holiday season. Things are just not going well. You I know? mean, every every holiday book has just a rough yeah. start, doesn't it? She's living with her parents. Oh. She's working at a job she hates. So last Christmas, she's going to get to spend in this um, cabin in, I think they're in Utah somewhere. And it's like her favorite place that she's been every year since she's been born. They've gone to this cabin that her family owns with family friends and they celebrate Christmas together. And she finds out that it's the last year that they're going to be celebrating Christmas there because they're going to sell the cabin. Bummer. Big bummer. (laughs) So um, another little aspect of this holidays rom-com is that um, one of the other families has two sons and she has always kind of had a thing for the older son. Yep. So, um, so basically Christmas plays out like normal. She doesn't tell Andrew about her feelings (laughs) like usual. She gets told at the end that it's the last Christmas they're going to spend together because they're selling it. So it, it's kind of a bummer. You know, she leaves on a sad note. And um, when they are headed back to the airport, they get in a car accident. And you don't really see any of that. It's just like screeching, tires, blackness. Right. She wakes up screaming on an airplane going <laughs> to Utah. Back to Utah. Back to Utah. So it's kind of a... Um, uh, like Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. That's what I. That's what I had written. It's like a Groundhog Day where basically all the events continue to play out. So, pretty much every time something happens, and either she gets hit in the head, <laughs> doesn't she like slip or, and fall and hit her head one yeah, time? Yeah, basically she blacks out and it starts over, and she wakes up on the plane again <laughs> and has to do everything over again. So. It Which sounds is, exhausting. It does, to be honest. But it's a lot. Of, a lot of holiday movies are like that. You yeah, know? I know. Um, but it's just really cute, and it's like every single one she either gets a little bit more bold and will like go for things, or and then it, it's kind of um, so what she does in the car that makes this series of events happen is that she right before they get in the accident, she says to the universe, like a plea to the universe, like. What's going to make me happy? Because like all these things, you know, she just didn't expect to be here. Right. At this point in, in her this life. unhappy phase of her life. Yeah. And so she kind of sends that off to the universe. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the universe plays games with her. <laughs> yes, pretty much. But um, yeah, so it's just a really good. All the characters are really fun. And it's kind of a cool dynamic that these three families that are very different have been coming back to the same cabin. Yeah. Wasn't there like an Australian best yeah. friend or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It So, I, you know, I've told you this before, and I think I said this specifically about In Holidays, but I had I had read 
uh, one or two Christina Lauren books and didn't like them. And then on a whim, I read In Holidays and really enjoyed it. And that's when I was like, oh, I can like Christina Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. It's good. It's a good one for the holidays. Oh, yeah. It's really enjoyable and entertaining. Yep. So tell me about some of your other recommended holiday Christmas reads. Okay. Top of my list. I've told you about this series before. I'm going to tell you again until you read it. And that is <laughs> the Winter Street series by Ellen Hildebrand. Um, so it's four books. It's Winter Street, Winter Stroll, Winter Storms, and Winter Solstice. It is quintessential Ellen Hildebrand. It is intertwined families and stories and um you know, obviously takes place in Nantucket because it's Ellen Hildebrand and it's just really uh, entertaining. So you'll be happy to know that I am 30% done with the first book. I am very happy to know that. I am reading it right now, Winter Winter Street, and I'm loving it, and it's very Ellen, and I really like it so far. Yeah. It was on my list of ones to to, do. discuss even though I haven't finished it oh and I took it from you well tell me about another one on your list um so I actually mentioned this one in last week's episode because I talked about a Josie Silver book but um I didn't really fully discuss One Day in December by Josie Silver which was the first book that I read by her and also a holiday book and also on my list okay well good I love it yeah so, yeah so it's fantastic it's basically a missed opportunity on a bus, um, she sees a guy from across the bus, and they lock eyes, and she it's just love knows that he's her soulmate. And um, either I think he gets off the bus or she gets off the bus, and they they don't end up talking. And then she tries to go back to the same spot, and she never runs into him. And um, a few months of like trying to find him and like telling her best girlfriend about it. And her girlfriend, like, trying, they're trying to, like, find this guy in London. They're on the hunt. Well, at a Christmas party, I believe the following year, I think it's, like, a whole year. I think year, it is a whole year. Um, her friend Sarah walks in with her new boyfriend, Jack, and it's the guy on the bus. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then it sparks 10 years of back and forth heartbreak, missed opportunities, and love. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not, like, it's kind of a holiday book yeah. because it, Cause it's set Christmas, you know, but it's, most of it is not set at Christmas time, but it's right. still a really good Christmassy, wintry read. Yes, it is. In my opinion. Love it. Um. Okay, the next one I'm going to tell you about um, that I think um, might fulfill some of your Josie Silver wishes. Okay, great. Tell me, tell me. I'm taking notes. (laughs) So this one is called We Met in December by Rosie Curtis. Okay, have not heard about it. It has another really cute rom-commy cover that I'll show you. Cute. Yeah, I love the the color blue that it is. Um, This is another one that's like kind of not all takes place at Christmas, but it's still Christmas- story because basically it takes place over a year but like it starts at christmas i think it's another british one Mm -hmm. 
So basically the main character, Jess, she's like down in the dumps <laughs> as they all <laughs> start out. And um, she it needs a place to live. So she like goes online and finds like a flat with some strangers and she moves in um, with like these, I think three or four other people and has this instant connection with Alex, who's also living in the house and she really likes him and she thinks that he likes her, but there's again, kind of these missed opportunity kind of things. Like they're just never quite on the same page. And then like at one point he starts dating another one of the house flatmates and so it's just this kind of back and forth of does she does he don't they whatever kind of thing yeah um which is so fun yeah (laughs) it is but it it the the kind of the fact that it takes place over a whole year or maybe more I can't really remember exactly um and the misconnections type thing reminds me a lot of Josie Silver yeah so I think you'd enjoy it Sounds like it. I'm definitely putting it on my Christmas to read list. Yes. And then I have one other one for you. Um, It's called, this one's also called Winter Solstice, which is the last one in Ellen Hildebrand series. But this one is by Rosamond Pilcher. Okay. And again, it's around Christmas, but spans more than that. So I think I read this one like after Christmas because that's when my library hold came up. But, um still really enjoyed it so it takes place like in England and Scotland so that part of it is really fun it's not a rom-com okay so it's it's you know a little different than the other ones we've been talking about but it was just feel good like really good story super cozy and wintry and just really um I don't know perfect to read right now yeah so pretty cool I know I didn't give you much of the plot. You didn't, but, the, but that's it's, okay. It's more the feel of it that I remember. Okay. So. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot to go on. Based but on the little that I've given you, <laughs> go for it. Um, Let's talk about our tea. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I think that they serve this tea if, so we're, sorry, we're drinking, uh, White Christmas tea by Harney and Sons. Go figure. Um, but you know how they do the Christmas high tea at the Windsor Court yeah. Hotel in New Orleans? Yes. I think this is one of the teas Has that they be. serve. It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you put this on your list? But yeah, it's so good. It's um, it's white tea, obviously, because it's called White Christmas. Um, white tea, cardamom, chamomile almond flavor, vanilla flavor, and cardamom flavor. It almost, I don't know if I'm just making this up, but it has like a chocolate, which it does a little doesn't bit. It makes sense because that's not a flavor. I think it's the almond okay. that's it's giving us that. It's really good. It's really good. So this is the description. <sighs> Let me just do a little sigh before reading this. Recline in front of a glowing fire while the snow drifts and the tree lights twinkle. A sip from this warm and nutty blend completes the perfect winter wonderland. Sure does. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really lovely. And I just want to say that we, you know, with Harney, you can either buy loose leaf tea or you can buy a tin of sachets. Yes. And I just want you to know that I looked it up. (laughs) After we've been talking about it in multiple episodes instead of just, you know, using Google. 
I googled and it is sachet. We were both a little taken aback. <laughs> I really was. I was like, I knew it was gonna just gonna be like sachet, and I was gonna be like, yeah, I've been trying to make it way too fancy, but no, you're right. It's sachet. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Sachet. No. Before that, what did I say? You said you were right. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I say that you're right a I'm lot. Just right? Kidding. <laughs> Deb was like, it's "Wait, just nice I'm to hear." What did I say that was wrong? <laughs> As I'm trying to breathe with this baby in my belly. <laughs> um, no, it's delicious, and I want to get my mom some for Christmas. Yeah, it's perfect Christmas morning tea for sure. Delish, and it's really a great tea to add milk to. It's so good. That's what I did, and it. I feel it tastes like a like a latte. Yeah. Well, it's, it kind of is a latte when you add milk to it. But. I know, but it's <laughs> it's much better than other ones. It has it just makes it like that extra almond flavor with the milk really makes it like super exactly silky and creamy and um, delicious. Yeah, I love it. What's keeping you sane? First, I'm going to tell you what's not keeping me sane, and that is... (laughs) Tell me all about it, please. That is trying to shop for people for gifts. I, like, I usually have at least some ideas of what to get people for Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. This year, I got nothing. Like, Hmm. I can't come up with anything. Books? Well, I mean, that's an obvious, like, fallback, but, um, yeah, I'm really struggling with that this year and this is not the year to struggle because everything's going to take longer to correct so correct who is the biggest struggle right now i don't have ideas for anyone oh well literally (laughs) i was gonna try to help you but (laughs) okay we'll hear mom dad brother sister-in-law it's too overwhelming (laughs) (laughs) i do have one idea for um foster and then Margot's gonna be easy because she's a year old so right but literally everyone else i'm struggling so anyway if y'all have ideas for my family members that you don't know please give them to me (laughs) um but what is keeping me sane is puzzles i know you don't like puzzles but i love puzzles and i go through phases where like i I do them and then I kind of quit doing them for a while and then I like get back into them hardcore and I'm like puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. Um, Hardcore puzzling. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I'm so lame. (laughs) Anyway. I liked it. My mom bought me this Halloween puzzle and I started it before Halloween. It was really hard because it was one of the ones where the pieces are all super funky. And, and I actually posted on Instagram. It was like, it looked like an edge piece, but it wasn't an edge piece. I saw your post. Yeah, it was one of those kinds of things. So I did not finish it by Halloween. <laughs> it took way too long. But um, it's something that if I've had a long, crazy, hectic day at work, I can just go home and like zone out. Mm. with a puzzle and it's really calming for me that's good what do they do puzzles stress you out yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to think about that that hard i don't want to sit there and do that for that long i get anxious and then things don't fit (laughs) and then i'm just like i don't want to do this (laughs) i really don't do it very often to try but um uh the cool ones really like puzzles really 
Yeah, and um, we've gotten, Miss Ann's given us, my mother-in-law's given us, I think, some puzzles in the past that are cool, like, you know, the, the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, the years ones. Um, and Michael likes puzzles, and he'll do them, like, he and his sister Sandra will do them every now and again um, if we're, like, on a family vacation or, um, you know, I don't know, a hurricane. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it just doesn't it, – it doesn't relax me at all. Like, I don't want to search for stuff and put it I together. Get I, I can understand thing. that. It just... I get the allure. Like, I, I get it. I, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I just, um, like, I can just sit there for hours and not realize how much time has gone by. And I'm just puzzling. Yeah. And I just really enjoy it. They also really like games. Like, they're a game family. Like, if we if we go on a trip, like, they want to play dominoes or they want to play cards or they oh. want to do stuff like that um, or cranium or whatever the game is like miss ann has lots of games and we do stuff and it is fun when i actually participate but i didn't grow up doing that yeah like my family wasn't a game family and so my first thought is i don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) but once you get into it once i get into it's fun we've always been kind of a gaming family and like when the whole family would go to the beach you know, we'd play Pictionary and right. different stuff like that. And now our beach game is uh, the five-second rule. I haven't heard of that. What's that? <laughs> it's so freaking entertaining. So someone pulls a card for you, and you have five seconds to name three items from a certain category that's on the card. So it might be three brands of cars or three authors or whatever. And they, it seems so easy. You're like, oh, obviously, da-da-da-da-da. But then when you are under this time constraint and you're blank, yes, your mind just just goes completely blank. And so we have had many entertaining nights because of the five second rule. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. And then, you know, of course, Foster wants to play. And so we're like, name three Marvel characters and, you know, name three colors. (laughs) But yeah, we all have a really good time doing that so anyway that was a very long answer (laughs) what's keeping you sane (laughs) but tell me what's keeping you sane so I don't know that it's been keeping me sane but I think it will keep me sane for the next week just because it was such a nice gesture but um I think I told you today I went to uh, my manifesting class um earlier and when I got there everyone was already there which I was pretty much on time like a minute late and usually there's pretty much on time, like a minute late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there's usually someone that's, you know, later than I am. Like the, there was cars all in the parking lot. And I was like, am I, am I late? <laughs> Did um, I get the time wrong? Yeah. And I like looked at my phone and I was like, no. So um, I went inside and they had like done like a little baby shower set up for me, which Aww. was super nice. And they had um, like balloons set up and they had like a chair that had this little bohemian looking foot prop like it looked like a queen's like chair I was like I feel like a queen They're like you are a queen <laughs> um but the basket of gifts that they gave me they were like well since you know you love books and tea and they gave me like this giant basket full of all the books that they loved when they were little or like that they loved Aww. reading to their kids and they hand selected them and they put like tea and like a bath soak and like just different stuff that's really awesome. They made cupcakes and Yum. It was really cute. They decorated it super cute. And why didn't you bring me any cupcakes? I know I'm just kidding. <laughs> I dropped them off at home because I didn't want to leave them in the car. <laughs> and 
And Michael's like, ooh, cupcakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're all gone now. <laughs> but um, they were delicious, and it was just a really kind gesture. So that will that will keep me sane through next week Aww. for sure, just thinking about how nice that was for them to do and how considerate they are. And That's really awesome. Yeah, it's a good group of ladies. Well, cheers to your manifesting <laughs> group. Um, I've got a few things I need them to manifest for me. So I'll see you, what, two weeks? <laughs> yep, in two weeks. Great, perfect. We'll Sounds be together. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers. Cheers.